Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Welcome back. It's the Afternoon Show, Sports Radio 94. WIP, Jack Fritz alongside Ike Reese on this Wednesday afternoon. Ike, we talked about last week a lot where it felt like Wednesday was Thursday. Mm-hmm. It feels like Thursday again. Today feels more like a Thursday than a Today Wednesday. feels like a Thursday? I don't know. These, I guess after football season, the week's really... Yeah, because we don't have football games throughout the week. It really... <laughs> To really determine what days we're we're at, and because you got this 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 sort of gray sky look, that yeah. it seems to be here every day. Yep. So the days sort of just run into each other. I didn't even realize we were still in January. Yeah, one more. This day. is the last day of January, and we'll finally be into February. Yeah, and uh, we have a leap year, which I oh, that gives us an extra day. Yeah, I didn't know it was one day. I thought, I thought huh? Four days shorter. What? I don't know, dude. <laughs> I thought a groundhog was a was was a beaver. All same thing. Everything's going well. <laughs> Everything's going well. Yeah. Leap year comes once every four years. Yep. Yes. Thank you. Yep. For the guys, I always wonder for the people that are actually born on February 29th. Yeah, it's got to be weird. Yeah, do you celebrate your birthday on March 1st on non-leap years, or do you celebrate it February 28th? So I would do February because I'm technically born in the month of February. You know what I mean? So you keep You're it not in a March February. Baby. You're not a March baby, but it, it is the day after the 28th. Yes, yes. I think I would do it on March first. Really? Yeah. Yeah. All right. I would do it in February. And and the the biggest nonsense those, those people pull off <laughs> yeah. is like, well, they're obviously what like thirty. Yeah. Like, well, I'm technically fourteen. Yeah. It's like, stop. Just, it's not the right math. But yes. Yes. <laughs> not a math show. How many times do I get to tell you that? It's like seven years old is what it is. Okay. Like six or seven. Well. It's okay. It's Never seven, a doubt. I believe it's seven years old, yeah. <laughs> the, the Twitter question sponsored by Mark's Jewelers. <laughs> Looking for the perfect engagement ring? Visit Mark's Jewelers for diamond engagement rings that fit every budget online. Mark-Jewelers.com. Who do you blame the most for the Joel injury last night? Joel and the Sixers or the NBA on only 1,000 votes, a little bit less than our Twitter <laughs> poll yesterday. That A.J. Brown tw- uh, Twitter poll, my goodness. We must, that thing must have set all sorts of records yesterday. 21,000. Um uh, 54% saying Joel on the Sixers. So that's uh, close to 50 50 uh, on the Sixers versus the NBA. Well, mm-hmm. Draymond. Oh, said 64%. No, 54% saying Joel on the Sixers. Oh, okay. 46 saying the, the NBA, NBA, which is close to 50 50, which, mm-hmm. which we appreciate. Uh, well, one guy who is not afraid to give his opinion on things is Draymond Green, a former Spartan dog. What is it? Mm-hmm. What's in the water in Michigan? And all you guys are just like. A little different. <laughs> like, yeah. Even, even I can admit that. You guys are opinionated on yeah, uh, just about Yeah, loud mouths and. <laughs> You know, combative. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, something about being a Spartan. Yeah, you know, you, you know, the moment you walk on campus, man. Yeah, that's it's initiation. Yeah, I mean, usually the kids that commit there and stay there, are, they fit right in. Yep. There's something <laughs> in the water in, in East Lansing. And for some, like yourself, yeah. who didn't necessarily come from the same background, you go to school there, and then after four years, you'll come out a different man. So that's the, You'll get some toughness brought to you. Yeah, well, that's why I went to Bloomsburg. No toughness. <laughs> no toughness. Just everyone happy to be there. Everyone happy to be there. Draymond Green gives his take on uh, the Joel injury last night. Here's Draymond. Well, playing tonight felt very much so because of the 65-game limit. Well, I think it's actually quite bull****. Guys didn't face those rules before, but those same NBA, all NBA teams, those same MVP awards, lists, uh, defensive player of the year, those lists are the same. I once lost um, a defensive player of the year award to Kawhi Leonard, and I think he played 51 games. In turn, um, you get Joel, who comes out there tonight, and he forces it. And freak play with him and uh, J.K. diving for the ball, but Maybe it's not as bad if the knee isn't already banged up. I don't really bang with it. And now we got one of our premier faces in this league, the MVP of our league, possibly hurt for an extended period of time because he's forcing it. Forcing it. Yeah, that 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 little comment there was a little bit of all over the place. Uh, and, and one breath, he actually validated why the NBA is doing it when he said Kawhi won defensive player MVP. I mean, defensive player of the year by only playing 51 games. Does that make sense? Yes. I mean, no, it makes sense that Kawhi won defensive player of the year only playing 50 games. If they wanted to vote for him, no. they could vote for him. He just said that he deserved the defensive player of the year. Well, yeah. He's- but he lost it to a guy who only played 50 games. Yeah, he didn't say that was. He didn't say that's what the league should have done. Well, I'm sure. I'm sure he's personally offended that he didn't win MVP yeah, and I, or win Defensive Player of the Year. And I'm and I'm sure he called himself when he was in the middle of that statement he was making right there. That's why he pivoted away from it quick because that's the point the NBA is making. It there are some players who do feel like they are deserving of a certain status, whether it's MVP, Defensive Player of the Year, or All NBA. And because you're giving it to a uh, uh, a player who has a somewhat of a bigger name. Well, guess what? That player goes on and gets the Supermax deal, but the guy who deserved it doesn't. So there are actually some players who aren't happy about it. I mean, who are happy with the, the fact that you're, you're being asked to play X amount of games in order to receive these awards or these accolades attached to your name, which will allow you to get, I don't know, 40 to $50 million more dollars on your deal as a Supermax, mm-hmm. right? Like that's generational money. Well, that can go to someone else that's deserving of it, who played 75 games. Right. And, and I just think that that's ultimately the decisions of like, if the owner wants to do that or if they want if they want to pay that money, then they can pay that money. If they if they want to pay a guy that plays 50 games or whatever versus a guy that plays 75, 80 games, that's the decision of the owner. That's the decision of the, of the, of the, of the team. It's all a decision of the owner. And, but you act as if the owner isn't put in a pickle, in a bind, when you know they need star players to sell tickets. Mm-hmm. So there are plenty of owners that give out contracts they wish they hadn't given out. But in order to maintain their business and, and put a respectable team on the court, they're forced to do this. The owners agree to this as well because they want to see the players out there more if they're paying them this amount of money. Right. And if, the, if that bothers them, then they can sell the team. 
Oh my I mean, God. They, now, they, now we're going they, to sell they, the they team. All the because team. you don't want the players to have to be forced to play. Look at the extremes you're, you're going through to allow players to miss as many games as they want to and still be rewarded. What, what bothers me, first off, I don't think it's as pr- – I think Kawhi, they went a little bit too far. Like the, the Kawhi load management thing. Mm-hmm. Well, Greg Popovich started it. Yeah. Pop's biggest uh, impact in the league is, is low management. <laughs> Mr. Tough yes. Guy, Army, all that stuff. It's, yep. it's his monster. It's his monster. But I just, when you have players playing maybe through injuries that they would normally cause them to sit out because of 65 games, you know, that's where it comes down to if you vote for the guy, you want to vote for the guy, then vote for the guy. If you don't, you don't. I mean, that's as simple as that. They want to get money, then they, they can get that or they can't. Well, let me throw it back at you. Why isn't it as simple as the Sixers should have just held Joel Embiid out? The Sixers should have just Yeah, they shouldn't have cleared him. He shouldn't have been cleared. He shouldn't have played. Why isn't it just that simple? Well, I think I think it could be that simple. And, be, and well, why didn't they do it? Because Embiid controls that. Well, then you can't blame somebody else then. If he's making the MVP a priority over his health, he already has the MVP. I've gone through this debate. He has one now. So you're never going to hear me argue about the MVP anymore. He has one on his shelf. I know he's the best player in the league, just like I know Kobe's the greatest player ever. He only has one MVP, but at least he has one. So I don't argue about MVPs. I'm never going to argue about Joel winning the MVP again because now it's about what he does in the postseason and how great is he. Does he play like an MVP then? Why isn't that at the top of his priority list and the Sixers' priority list? That's why he shouldn't have been in the game last night if – he wasn't healthy enough to play. Now, we'll get to some Nick Nurse comments because Nick Nurse seems to, to say, A, it's a totally different injury that's not uh, related to what he was dealing with prior to. He made that statement. And then, B, he talked about Joel looking rusty and feeling a little bit rusty but felt fine. And Bead said this to him as well during the game as they checked up on him periodically. So I, I'm just I'm trying to figure out, like, how do you – What's the what's what's the the road to travel down here? If the player is saying he's good to go, he just he's just a little rusty. Need to get some wind back. Like, what do you do as a coach? You've lost three games in a row. The the, the doctors cleared him. Then it comes down to the player wanting to play. We'll get to those audio in one second. Let's go to Mike in Norristown. What's happening, Mike? What's going on, guys? How you doing? What's up, Mike? Yeah, I'm with uh, I'm with you on that one. Like, um, if B came back. Early just to win at being for the MVP, I blame it on him because he should be thinking more about the playoffs and going further in. Say that again for me, Mike. I'm sorry. I said I agree with you with the whole thing with him. Uh, if he came back just for the MVP, that way he could be nominated for it, then I'm not okay with him beating, and that's not okay at all because he should care more about the playoffs. Yeah, and, and I, I, I'm telling you, Mike, I, listen, I don't know where the line – is 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 set i listen if, if i'm not a medical expert i don't examine his knees i didn't take him through a workout prior to the game one game they did it and decided he couldn't play right they did it and took him through a workout and they set him out he didn't play he didn't play in the denver game and then they set him out completely in the portland game in the portland game it was reported that he wanted to play in the denver game okay so they work him out again prior to the game last night and they say he's good to go he say he's good to go how can I then turn around and blame someone when he's been cleared and he says he wants to play? Yeah, it's I, just ridiculous. And we need, like, if, um, um, I hope he's not going to be out too long because 
you know, then it's going to be a real problem. Yeah, maybe that. You know what? Maybe last night puts enough of a scare in all of us. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. It just does to where you do put him on the shelf as long as needs be. Yeah, I just hope, I hope that. The, I yeah. don't need to see him in the All-Star game. All Right? No, no. I'm just saying, like, this. these are the things that he does. Well, I, I just hope we have that opportunity because now I'm worried about the MRI coming out. And oh, work. you think it's something major? Like, it could be. I mean, we don't know what it is. Like, they, yeah. So I hope we have the it opportunity. It doesn't look like it's something that requires surgery. Now, I could be wrong. Like, yeah, I'm not a doctor. No, you're not. We, we just sometimes play them on the radio. <laughs> and I, I didn't even actually see it live. I saw it this morning. Oh, yeah, me too. Me, me, me too. <laughs> um, but like, I, I hope we have the opportunity to, to sit on like, I hope right. it's not a long-term injury. And what, what sucks is that it feels like we're heading back into the postseason again, and he's not going to be 100%. Yep. And, and we're going to have to deal with this again, where it's like, okay, he's out there. He's, he's, he's hobbling around. Do they have the right team around him? Can they lift them up to 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 get them through a playoff series? And like that's what happened last night in in Golden State. So mm-hmm. I, it's just I can't believe we're here again. I mean I can believe we're here again because we it's been every single year. Mm-hmm. But this year it had a different feel to it. Like it just had a different feel. The, the vibes are better. They seem tougher. He was playing through a lot of things. And you know Saturday night happens. Bang. Two days later, we're still waiting on the MRI. To see how long it might be out for. Mm-hmm. Can't believe we're here. Jane's in Cherry Hill. What's happening, Jane? Hi, how are you? Hey, Jane. So, hi. So, I feel that criteria is necessary. And by the way, in every industry, they have criteria so that no one person has an unfair advantage. So, the, I really, really like uh, Joel Embiid. He's my favorite NBA player. But he has to go by the rules just like everybody else. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but they're, they're arbitrary rules. I mean, that's that's kind of the thing. It's no, like, why is that? Not... Yeah, they are. I mean, they, they are. It's 65 games. Like, he has to play that amount of games. If you vote for an MVP, you can vote for him for MVP or not. That's your choice as a voter. But to make it has to be 65 games, I think that's unfair and puts pressure on the players to play. 
Well, I disagree because there are, again, a lot of award programs, and in every award program there's criteria that people have to meet in order to qualify for the award. Mm -hmm. And it's the same thing in basketball because otherwise people would take time off and come in and play better because they have more rest, and that gives them an unfair advantage. You, You just have to have criteria. I yeah. got you, Jane, but then they're not going. But then they're not going to win the award. Then it sure. comes down to personal pride. It comes down to the you personally want to be out there. You know what I mean? Like that. That that's where I have the disconnect. Where it's like, yeah, I understand criteria, this, that, whatever. But you know, if it got, if Embiid plays five games, he's not going to win MVP. If he plays twenty five games, he's probably not going to win MVP. Mm-hmm. If he plays fifty games, he he probably won't win MVP. But that's ultimately the people that votes decision on that. I know I know what you're saying. All I'm saying is it's still sort of being – and when you say it's to push players to play, sure it is. The players who um, sometimes can play through an injury as opposed to just taking the night off because they don't feel like playing. They're, and I'm not saying that was the case with Joel Embiid, but it's not put in place just for Joel Embiid. It's put in place for all of the players. And there are nights when these guys take off because they were out all night the night before. And they didn't, and so they don't play, mm-hmm. and it has nothing to do with injury, right? Of course. I, so I, I just some of that is to incentivize the players that, which we know money is what makes them motivated. That's evident by the end season tournament. Lakers ain't looked as good since. All those bench players they wanted that five hundred grand. LeBron, that's a watch. That's nothing for him. So that that didn't motivate him, other than the fact he wanted to be the first one that won an end season tournament. Yep, added to the resume. Yep, added to the resume. Yeah, but the, but for those players that played the ways that they did and committed those nights, that the the money incentivized them to play and to play in meaningful games. And that's all the NBA is really trying to do is make the regular season more meaningful. And it's only meaningful if the star players are out there playing, competing against each other. So what about Embiid? So and so so like last night, mm-hmm. he's out there he looks rusty, mm-hmm. you know. He missed a ton of jumpers that we've yep. seen him make this this entire year. He's been out for four or five days. I don't know why that's not expected. Yeah, I guess I, I, I didn't expect that much of a drop off from how he usually plays. Because mm-hmm. I mean, he's obviously shot a million basketball shots. Um, I guess it just comes down to, on top of everything going on right now, can we trust this guy? Or has, has the trust been lost in Joel Embiid? Because sometimes he, like even the Kaminga play. It's a 14-point game at that point. Do, do you, so I'm going to say, why, why is he still in the game? Yeah, I think that's a – so I thought it was bigger – I thought it was a bigger lead when he came in. It was only a five-point game, mm-hmm. you know, and I guess the Steph made a three right before that to make it uh, 12. Mm-hmm. So I guess it's technically still winnable. And if he's out there, I wouldn't expect him to totally, you know, but, but, but the, the, be the, more nonchalant about it. But things. the question becomes, why is he out there when he's laboring up and down the court? Yeah, I mean that's that's obviously a question for for Nick Nurse and Embiid, right? And the thing I guess on that is, I would I, Embiid would be more ridiculed if he took himself out of the game. I don't think so. You don't think so? You got everybody sitting here yelling that he's injured and he shouldn't be out there. He tried to give it a go. They would have given him the old pat on the back, like you gave it a try, whatever. I don't think anybody would. Of course, you're gonna have some people who who are Embiid uh, critics. So they're going to say something about him being soft or this and that and the other. But I think most Sixers fans would have appreciated that he tried to give it a, a, a go and he just didn't have it. And now just take him out the game and let the rest of the guys finish it down the stretch. 
And see, this is the stuff that where the line gets blurred because, okay, on one side of the line you're saying, well, he's out there landing on the line for his teammates. He's trying to win the game. Somebody else may say, well, he's out there trying to get his numbers. Right. Why is he still in the game? And then it comes down to what, how do you feel about Joel Embiid? Like, do you trust that he's out there trying to win or do you trust that he's out there only looking for numbers? Exactly. So it's, it, it becomes really tough. I just think that if he goes out there and he plays a little bit, and even at that point in the game, it's what, 95-90 when he came back in, where he pull, or comes out that Joel pulled himself. I just, given everything we talked about, he's got to learn to play through things, play through things. I think it leads to more you know frustration with him than not. But you can't control that. That frustration is there regardless anytime he gets injured. That's going to be there. You think people are going to be like, oh, great, he's injured again. They're dealing with it every year. I'm over here fatigued by it. Like, when, when you're when – you're, and I love the big fella, but the whole injury-prone thing is hard to argue against. You can't argue against that. So when he comes up with an injury, yes, you're going to get people react like, yep, oh, there he goes again, he's injured. Like, that's going to happen. So then how much, is, how much is that on Joel himself or how much is that on the Sixers needing to protect him more? It, to me, if he listens to this noise on the outside and that drives him to go out there and put himself – in a, in a vulnerable position, or if that the Sixers allowed that to happen, then both of them are culpable. It's his job to do and know what's best for the team moving forward. And he's the one who's saying it's his ultimate goal to be at his best late in the season. And then the Sixers need to see that and understand that and guide him there. Here's the one thing I do know. If a player wants to play, for the most part, he's going to play. Players run that league. They get coaches fired and hired all the time. So you're not going to, on one end, tell me he's getting coached, not him, but players are getting coaches fired, Giannis, all right? Players getting coaches fired. And then on the other end, well, the, the coach has to make sure he doesn't play. If he wants to play, he's, he's probably going to play. Yeah, and that's been the case here. Yes. Like, and, and that's why the whole thing on Saturday, you know, the, the medical staff said, <laughs> said you're, you can't play. Right. A little rich. Well, I'm just saying, but they used it, though. Yeah. To, to, for him not to play. And then to say they used the same medical staff to allow him to play. And the problem is, I, of all the things here, the one thing I don't really trust is is the Sixers when it comes to handling players like this or, or handling uh, injuries. I mean, it's something yeah. that, that's been plagued this franchise for the last couple of years. I got to be honest with you before we get back to the phones. I, honestly, when the game started, he looked rusty and a little fatigued, a little winded to me. Right, and that's that's not uncommon with Joel. He misses a few games or what have you. He kind of gets out of basketball shape, or it takes him a little while to get back in there. Mm-hmm. So I didn't. I, that's all I saw it as. Yeah, is he explosive as he normally is? No, he wasn't. But I, to me, I, I didn't see where the Sixers were putting him in danger, being out on the court. Well, so but there was one point where he left to go back to the the locker room, mm-hmm. and he came back with his knee kind of wrapped. Mm-hmm. So I wonder if that point that they say, all right, you're done, you pull the plug. You know what I mean? Like, Right. They had opportunities to do it. They did it at halftime. They could have. But again, he wants to play. Yes. By the way, he would have already gotten credit for the game. He didn't need to play the whole game to get credit for the game. Yep. Now, a 30-point streak was snapped. Uh, right. I know. Ike's in Southwest Philly. <laughs> what's happening, Ike? What's up, man? What up, Ike? What's going on? What's up, like yo? Here's a few things that I, my perspective. I watched that whole game too. Uh, like, well, you watched. I know you watched. I saw the. I saw the first half. Yeah, 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 I saw yeah, three I quarters. I, I, I saw too much first <laughs> Hey, yeah, yeah, first man. I don't mean let me start with him. But yo, the did my thing. I I disagree with you, and that's crazy because rarely I do. Mm-hmm. But I disagree with you. I don't okay. think it was rust because 
he couldn't move. When you seen him, he couldn't chase down nothing to block. He couldn't. And I know that could be, you think that might have been fatigue, but then it was a time when he was going to go up and jump and his leg gave up on him. He fell yeah. down. Yep. Then it was a time. And then you look at it, he never made a move to the basket. He never, he did no moves to the basket. They All his shots was uh, jump Jumpers. shots. Yep. All yeah. of them. Yeah. And ain't no, he didn't back nobody down because he had no power. To get to back anybody, so down, then what, even though he was bigger than all of them, I agree with you. All right, so why is he playing? He, all right, that's that. We're gonna go into that. I got a different, uh, a different thing. Just, mm-hmm. Not saying that I know that this is true, but I'm thinking, you know, we have five players out, maybe six, if Obama wasn't playing. Right? Mm-hmm. We done lost three in a row now. Four. Mm-hmm. We we fallen down the ladder in terms of seeing. Maybe he looked and said, "Yo, I gotta play. I think I could play." I got to play. Like, everybody thinking he's the MVP, but it also could be, yo, our seeding. We starting to slip. The Knicks is balling. The Cavs, and, Cavs don't want a lot of games. Like, maybe start feeling heat. And this is the last thing I say when you say who to blame. Mm-hmm. I actually blame everybody. I blame the Sixers. I blame Embiid. And I actually blame the media and fans, too. And let me tell you why. Because all this stuff that you hear is national TV, national media people, all this stuff saying about, oh, he's scared, this, that, and the third. Mm-hmm. Don't you think that might put pressure on the NBA? NBA could put pressure. We already seen what they did with our GM, putting pressure on the, on our organization to get a GM one time. You don't think them little back channels happened? They were like, yo, they was going to investigate them and everything. Well, that, well, that, well that's because the Sixers didn't have him on the injury report. No, no. I, I said I blame the Sixers, too. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying. I'm just saying, like, I can see it all the way. Sure. And, 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 and sure. it's just, to me, it's just like, yo, I don't question people when they're injured. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, when they say that they're hurt, like, well, you know, I take people for the I take people for their word or whatever because I've been hurt playing sports and then tried to play and everything. Yeah. That's your, that's real, and I know you know. And a lot of people, of course, I know. Yeah. yeah, yeah, a lot of people listening know to a lesser degree. But you do you. know there's a difference in pain tolerance, and some people can play through certain injuries, and some people can't. That's true, and I think I think he might maybe he thought yo I can I can give it a go I can run through it. And this is the last thing I will say this. Okay, like hey. People are questioning his his toughness, right? Mm-hmm. And I, I heard you and Jack and and John say this before. That man Bray played through broken finger, broken face, an eye bone twice. Mm-hmm. He he's not he's not soft. No. So all these people, no. not y'all, just all these people who try to say he's soft. Nah, that's not soft. He ain't playing as well through the injuries, but he go out there and try to play. I agree. So all that soft stuff, they need to dead that. But you know, you know, they all they all deserve some blame, and I just hope that he that he uh, gonna do it. By the way, Jack, mm-hmm. last thing, Jack, my man, you a problem, man. You done <laughs> caused a whole you done caused a whole national join. Like, I've seen them questioning AJ if you were gonna get traded yeah, and everything yeah. like that. I know y'all gonna get to that later. Oh yeah, we are coming on back. You out. <laughs> all right, man, y'all be easy. Have a great show. All, all right. right. Now, is that a problem, like, you know, when they say an NBA player is a problem? Like, he goes out and gets buckets? He said, you're a problem, yeah. yeah. It's, it's, it's half a compliment. That's a half a compliment. Half yes. a compliment? Or... That's, a, that's a half a compliment. Oh, yeah, don't don't get it twisted, ladies and gentlemen. This isn't me calling Embiid soft or anything. This isn't any of that. This isn't any of that. This is more or less discussing why was he even playing last night and should he have been playing and should they have taken him out of the game sooner to avoid what happened late in the game. That's really what this is about. That's really what this is about. And in the rust factor, the head coach said it. We'll play the comments.
The head coach said it. That that's what they looked at it as. I, I don't know. I thought it was an unnecessary dive on a loose ball by Kaminga. That's another part where Draymond was wrong at. But he's protecting his teammate. Of course. He's protecting his teammate. But it it, it happened. Yeah, and it was a 14-point game. Yeah. It was a 14-point game. Did, did, did you need to be out there in a, in a game against the Warriors to prove that you're better than the Warriors? The Warriors are cooked. Yeah, here's all I'm pushing back against, honestly, is blaming media for I saw you. Uh, uh, blaming the media because Joel Embiid played last night. Come on, man. Getting bullied into playing because <laughs> yeah, he got bullied Twitter. into playing yeah because of Twitter. <laughs> well, that's an issue right there. If that did happen, yeah. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four is how you get in. Who do you blame for the Embiid injury last night? Do you still trust Joel Embiid? Plus, uh, Devontae and AJ talk today. Ah. Uh, now we to the portion of the, of the AJ show. <laughs> a lot of interesting stuff, including if Nick lost the team uh, next year and, and what's going to be different, and some weird quotes about trade stuff. All the all the trade stuff that I guess went down yesterday. Yeah, we make sure we're perfectly clear when we're yes, speaking on this. Yes, I don't want anybody taking anything we say and running with it and and and, and doing their own. I don't know their own shows or hot takes based off of a clip or something they heard us say. I'm not, That's starting to happen a lot around here. I see. That's what happens when you're popular, friend. That's what happens when you're popular, friend. Yeah, exactly right. Everybody wants a little piece of you. I'm not Jack Schefter. <laughs> Just throwing out hypotheticals. We'll get to all that going on next. Don't miss that. Really fascinating stuff from AJ Brown. Is it a big deal? Don't miss all that. Coming up next on the afternoon show on Sports Radio 94 WIP. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular-season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.